Welcome to the Skin Club Podcast. We're your hosts. I'm Rachel. And I'm Alita. Welcome to the club. Hello, welcome to the Skin Club Podcast. Today is another Dear Esty Advice Column episode. So we went through all of your questions and we will be answering them. But before we get started, let's hear your weekly favorites and weekly update, Alita. Okay, so my weekly favorite for this week is Mythical Coffee. I don't know if you guys have ever been to this cute little coffee shop in Gilbert. But it is located off of Gilbert and Warner. It's right next to my new studio. Um, So I have been going there mm, religiously since I started working out in Gilbert. And they have like the best chai, the best matcha, the best coffee. So y'all got to try it because it's seriously the best. What's your favorite drink to get from there? Okay, so I've tried their chai. Their chai was just really good. It was like a chai latte. And then I've tried their matcha, and I think I got like a lavender matcha. It was like a lavender apricot matcha or something. It was so good. And then I have tried their coffee. I've tried just like their normal lattes. And Mm -hmm. then my favorite one that I tried, though, was they have a like a latte with um, cinnamon honey. And it's so good. Like they mix their cinnamon and honey like together in like a concoction. And then they add it to the drink and 10 out of 10. So good. So that would be my weekly favorite. What's yours? So my weekly favorite is another boutique I found and it is called Shop Cider. One of my cute friends told me about it and they just have really cute like trousers. Oh, cute. Like different pattern trousers and just like cute like wide leg jeans. So I really like the pants yeah they sell totally um but they do also have some cute tops and one thing i really like about shop cider is they have a whole section where you can click what you're feeling they have like a feeling 70s feeling vintage feeling just different themes like coachella vibes like wow it's really cool so you can click on whatever vibe you're wanting and trousers like just pants well, or everything or everything okay. i just love their pants but for everything for dresses shirts Ooh. everything so that's one I thing that. i really like because sometimes i feel like whenever i'm like looking for something specific i'm like i just don't know how to find it and yeah. i just feel like that simplifies it and i think every online shop should have a, a vibe that's section so helpful <laughs> because a lot of people like have this look that they're going for but they can't like formulate it so they like yeah. try to go to pinterest and like then they have to go find it on the website mm-hmm. and like you know it's just not yeah friendly yeah people <laughs> like me who just it just doesn't come naturally to right. <laughs> i swear like whenever or i guess okay the last two times like when I when I get pregnant, I instantly have this urge to like go shopping and like redo my wardrobe. And I'm like, literally, I can't. Like I I shouldn't go shopping for at least another year because I'm gonna be pregnant. <laughs> and then postpartum, like your body's so like fluctuating. Yeah. It's just annoying. But, so I've resulted you know, to skims. <laughs> I believe in retail therapy. It's 100%. a real thing. And my shop cider package actually <laughs> came in today. Oh, cute. And I did a whole try on haul <gasps> for my husband. Oh, okay. Well, you need to do it for so, TikTok and for Instagram. I should. Are those pants from there? No, these pants are actually anthropology. Oh, cute. But I love them. They're similar. Just kind of like cute. wide at the bottom. Velvet? little flare. Or? Yeah. And they're velvet. I love that. So they're so soft. cute. So I just pet my legs. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> let's hear your weekly updates. Okay, um, so it's Monday. We last recorded on Saturday, so there's only been about 48 <laughs> hours since we last <laughs> recorded, but since then, I actually went to the dentist, and my gums are suffering this pregnancy. I have, like, whatever happens to your gums during pregnancy when they're sad. Um, So, yeah, that's been painful. <laughs> and then... I expanded my ambassador program for like my little business. I have been like looking for girls who want to help me kind of like create more of a brand um, for my business and then just help me with some advertising in exchange for different like incentives. So I was able to find a couple of really cute girls who are willing to do that for me. And then also... 
Um, I've been planning my trips for this summer over the last like 24 hours. <laughs> so yeah, I'm really excited. But it's always if, fun to have something to look forward I to. Know. Seriously, it's the best. Especially like when they're nice, relaxing trips that you can just look forward to putting all of your relaxation energy there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What are some of your trips you have planned? So I'm going to go to San Francisco to go see my sister and my niece for her birthday. I'm hoping to do that actually maybe towards the end of this month because mm-hmm. <laughs> her birthday's on May 1st. Um, and I haven't been to go visit her and she's been there for three years and it's like, it's San Francisco. It's such like oh, a beautiful place. Have you place. never been? I've been, but like not for like a trip for yeah. fun. Yeah. I think. So I think I'll just go like do a weekend trip, hang out with her, go walking or ride fun. a trolley or go get some food, you know, uh-huh. and then just celebrate my niece's birthday. And then... California because yes. I'm going to Newport for a week and then Rachel and Jason are going to come join us. <laughs> so fun. And we're going to go to Long Beach um, and then I have HFX for hydrofacial trainings and then um, I want to go to Utah to go see Chloe yes. <laughs> and to go see my sister. So I those are like the only three that I really have planned but I do have a flight credit to Hawaii which I should probably use. Yeah, if you don't, I will. <laughs> I know. I actually, yeah, we, we should probably just gift them to you guys because we, I'm like, when when are we going to go? And I think we have to use them either by June. Baby something. moon. I know, but I don't know if like we have to use them by June or oh. like book the flight by June. Because if we have to book the flight, I'm like, okay, then we'll just book it out for like yeah. August, like my birthday or something. Yeah. But then I'm like, do I want to fly big old pregnant? Wait, when's your birthday? Why don't I know August your 9th? birthday? Why didn't Wait, I know your birthday? I'm August 9th. Aren't you? I didn't know your birthday. What's my birthday? Do you know it? Is it? Okay. December 29th? Oh, you're a better friend. December 28th. 28th. Okay. <laughs> I suck. Why did I not know that? No, it's totally fine. But no, Jovi is the 24th, 24th of July mm-hmm. and I'm the 9th. She was supposed to be born on the 6th. Okay. But and like we were going to be like birthday buddies. Close. Yeah. But she's still a Leo, so it's yeah. fine. <laughs> Love the Leo energy. Yep. Okay. What's your weekly update? Okay. So, again, not much has changed. <laughs> I still haven't gone to Utah yet. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but in the last episode, I've talked about like, it. I'll be in Utah. So, um, I'm going to Utah tomorrow. But also, something I'm actually really proud of myself because I know in one of our beginning podcast episodes, I talked about how, like, I started working out more consistently. Oh, yeah. And for me, that was like maybe like four days a week, which mm-hmm. I was really proud of myself awesome. for. And I finally got to the point where I've worked out every single day except Sunday, Sunday rest day. Oh my day. gosh, good job. And I'm just so proud of myself. And I've told Jason to hold me accountable, even though I knew I'd hate it. <laughs> <laughs> but he has. Like I went to Gecko Grill the other night with some friends and I came home late, stomach stuffed, and he's like have you worked out today and I said no and he's like okay get up go work out and I did it and so I'm just proud of myself for doing it when I really don't want to and so you're my inspiration (laughs) I've never been good before but I'm just really proud of myself because this is like one of the first times ever that I've been every single day and I've felt amazing good you look great Thank you. You look like just radiating Thank happiness you. and energized. You angel. <laughs> <laughs> um, but my other favorite is, I can't remember if I've talked about this or not, but The Beauty of Dirty Skin, oh my gosh. the book you recommended to me. So I'm probably halfway through. I'm a slow reader. I'm not like Alita, <laughs> but I'm halfway through and I just have found it so fascinating and it just is pretty eye-opening as an esthetician, just reading more about the correlation between your gut and your skin they're totally connected and just how with gut health it manifests on your skin and your brain it's just it's crazy just everything I've learned she's so smart and I think everyone should go read that book whether you're an esthetician or not I think you could learn tons about your skin so I think it's really good at showing the different perspectives of dermatologists versus estheticians. Yeah. Um, because it talks about like what things dermatologists learn in school and what they don't learn in school mm-hmm. too. Which like in the book it mentions um that 
there was no correlation in dermatology school to gut health and skin health yeah up until like within like the last 20 years or 15 years or something wasn't it like part of her discovery yeah her research she found that the correlation between food and skin right because she was working in her practice and she's like okay like there's a pattern here and then but she learned in school like no 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 so if you go to an older dermatologist they never learn that your gut has any correlation to your skin which is pretty amazing because we now know and it's like very common knowledge that of course it does. I mean, yeah. you have tons of caffeine and pizza and everything, and then your face is like purging like crazy and dry yeah. as heck. So yeah, it's just pretty amazing how, I guess, how much has changed over like the last 15 to 20 years in dermatology and even in aesthetics because it's estheticians can do so much more than they used to be able to now oh my gosh the industry's changed so much like alita and i tease all the time like when alita and i went to school and we told people we were becoming estheticians people thought we were becoming anesthesiologists like no one knew (laughs) but yeah like what (laughs) and now we're at the point where i feel like estheticians have a little bit more respect Mm -hmm. and I just think it's really cool to see how much the industry has grown just in the past few years and it's just continuing to grow so much so I also think that's huge to keep up with totally education because it's always changing yeah but okay should we get into the topic let's get into it okay so dear Esty we will go through reading your submissions from Instagram so Alita do you want to get started totally Okay, so our first question is thoughts on Glow Recipe. It's sold at Sephora. Have you ever heard of this? I've heard of it. I've seen it. The packaging's really cute. Okay. I don't really know anything (laughs) about the product. (laughs) I was just trying to look it up on Google because I'm like, I have no idea what this is. But I mean, it looks like a cute brand, but I truly do not know enough about it. Um, to give my opinion one way or the other, but I do see their pricing, um, and it's forty five dollars for a vitamin C spot serum, um, and I definitely think you could invest in a medical grade product that will ensure better quality. Yeah, but that's my that's two point. cents. That's like rough review just from looking at it on <laughs> the internet. Um, but I will look more into that and. Um, give you a better, I guess, idea of what I think about the ingredients in yeah. a later date. <laughs> yeah. So it says, what is the normal amount to tip after a facial? I never know how much is standard. That's a good question. I don't really know how to answer this. I feel like it... I would say whatever, I mean, whatever you feel is worth the service truly yeah but if you're going from like technical standpoint service industry you should always tip a minimum of 15 percent of your yeah total service yeah right yeah i think that's yeah for sure like on like when i check out my clients um there's a spot like at checkout on square that it says you can tip i think it's like 15 17 or 20 percent or something Mm -hmm. and then you can just select that or a custom amount so it's like if you don't want to tip five dollars or ten dollars whatever then you can always do a custom amount but i do think 15 percent is like pretty standard yeah um anything more than that i would just say is generous yeah yeah like if you loved your service and you just wanted to do more yeah, but like if I ever get like a cash tip of like 20 bucks, I'm like, holy crap, I like want to cry. Thank you. It's <laughs> like so nice. Yeah. But yeah, okay. That's a good answer. <laughs> okay, what are our favorite TV shows right now? So I have been loving Selling Sunsets and oh, I'm so, so excited for the next season to come out. And I just think Chriselle is the cutest thing ever. <laughs> um, so Selling Sunsets and I also binge watched skin decisions oh yeah and i loved it that was so good and it's just cool to see from like different provider standpoints what they would do with Mm -hmm. the skin and so i just found it really interesting yeah i think i watched the first episode of that and i thought it was really good yeah um i just started that show literally today the commitment one oh the get married or break up or something yes (laughs) i want to start something like that but I think I'm on like the second episode and so far it's like pretty interesting. It's a really interesting concept. It's like these couples that have been together for years 
give each other like an ultimatum. Of, the ultimatum. Uh, the ultimatum. Yes. I think that's what it's called. And essentially it's like they stay together or they break up and they get together with like a group of other people that have the same kind of mentality and then they all kind of date each other <laughs> to see if like they're actually compatible for the one that they're actually with and then they have to live with a different person for three weeks and then at the very end they decide am I going to stay like with my normal boyfriend or girlfriend or am I going to pick someone new and it's just, I don't know, seems interesting. Sounds messy <laughs> and I am here for it. Yep. And then I've also been, wa- or I, we just finished um, the season of Vampire Diaries. We watched all of it. Ah, so my favorite. It was so good. Um, but now Ryder wants to watch, um, what is it? Like the one with the originals? Is it called the originals? The originals. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, gosh. Yeah. So now he wants to watch the originals. So we're starting that one. Okay. I watched the first season of that and I... I wasn't as interested in it as Vampire Diaries, but it's still really good and I actually really want to keep watching. But yeah. I feel like it's more for like mature audiences. Uh-huh. Like it's not as much like teen. Teeny tr- boppers. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, it's like more mature. <laughs> yeah. But something. I can I, see that. So we all know I'm obsessed with Vampire Diaries. If you follow my Instagram, <laughs> you know. If you follow my TikTok, you know. Yep. But one thing I will say that I don't understand with the franchise is. So you have the Vampire Diaries. Everyone loves it. Then you have the originals, which is for more of an older crowd, but like it helps if you watch Vampire Diaries mm-hmm. first, you know, they lead into each other. And then they came out with Legacies, which oh, I started yeah. watching and I'm so sorry, but like. Not good. It it's almost seems childlike. Oh. Like mythical creatures. I was very turned off Our by it. And werewolves, not mythical creatures. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so dead. Like like cheesy dragons. Oh, okay. like. Well, have you seen Game of Thrones? I haven't. That's for mature audiences only. <laughs> if anyone's seen Legacies, though, you know what I mean. Yeah. It just seems very kiddish. I'll have to watch the first episode. Watch the so. episode, and you'll know exactly what I mean. Okay, but, but yeah. like the entire time we were watching Vampire Diaries, and like once the originals kind of faded out, writers mm-hmm. like what happened to the originals like that was the coolest part of this entire story and now they're gone and i'm like okay you can go watch that show whole like your i'll watch this show so yeah he's really into that so i think that's kind of all i'm watching right now oh and i'm probably gonna watch love island again yeah just because you know trash tv is great we love it okay next question Okay, what are your favorite Skin Better products and why? All of them. (laughs) I truly love all of them. What are your favorites? Because, I mean, you've just been trying a few here and there. Yes, I have been trying a few and I'm genuinely obsessed with every single one of them. (laughs) Um, Actually, the other night, Alita and I, we like had a facial night while the husbands played video games together <laughs> <laughs> and she let me do her whole skin better routine but also i have been using the oxygen infusion wash every night so good. and i love 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 it it comes out liquidy but foams up perfectly um love the texture of that one and i think it's great for my skin my skin has done amazing with it it doesn't feel irritated at all but it does or itchy yeah or itchy or but stripping. has so many so good actives in it so that's amazing. I've also been using the Alphara. I've been using that for like three months now, and I have seen a difference in my skin mm-hmm. finally because retinols take a while to see yeah. a difference. And I've finally seen a difference, and I'm obsessed. I don't think I'll ever not use an Alphara. <laughs> I just think it's time to bump it up to Alpha yeah. Intensive or the Clearing Serum. You can try the Intensive. I have it at my house. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so I need to try tonight. that. <laughs> we'll facials again tonight. So that one, and I also have been loving the Interfuse eye cream. That mm. one's really, really good. So good. And I liked the way the new product that just came out felt on my skin. The Alto Advance. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I think the technology behind that is so amazing, behind the Alto Advance, the fact that it protects your skin against intrinsic and extrinsic aging. Like, I, that's never heard of before nope. in any other product. And they just, like, stumbled upon this tap technology, the one that fights intrinsic aging so the formulations just blow my mind it's amazing. you need to come to the next seminar with me just for funsies yeah no i love that <laughs> oh it's so good so oh i don't want to have to pick favorites but for sure the oxygen infusion wash i don't think i've had a breakout since i started using it truly 
Um, and then I love the Alto serum. I love the Even Tone serum. So the Alto is like it's the most potent um antioxidant serum, like a vitamin C serum ever. But I love it because if you're acne prone, it's great for you. And most vitamin C's are not great for acne prone people, but mm-hmm. they don't use L-ascorbic acid. They use a different form of vitamin C. And so it's a much more stable version. Making it better for acne. Mm-hmm. Amazing. And then they put 17 other antioxidants in it, which is also amazing. She packed. So it's like an insurance for your sunscreen because it's like yeah. an extra boost to fight against free radicals. So love that one. And then, oh, I love the even tone because I have a lot of dark spots and also it prevents dark spots, which with being pregnant, I really am trying to avoid melasma if possible. Yeah. And then also I just like hyperpigment like it's my day job for no reason. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And then I really, oh, I love Trio. Obviously, Alpharet's great. Oh, that's a good one. But Trio is their moisturizer, guys. It feels like the most velvetiest, like most nourishing, hydrating, replenishing moisturizer ever. Like some of my siblings are the Sahara, like yeah. literally dry as a desert. Are you dry? I'm pretty dry, but during pregnancy, I feel like my skin's more combination. Yeah. But on a day-to-day basis, I am... You're dry. I am the desert. Okay. Um, but with this, I wake up a dewy mess and it's delicious and I love it. (laughs) And I love it because I can like put on five products and then put on my sunscreen and I avoid like pilling. I avoid literally like it feeling thick or cakey. Like the sun, everything is just so perfectly formulated together and just work amazing. And then also the, sorry, I'm like trying to pick one. I'm like saying five. It's hard. (laughs) But all of their sunscreens, I love their liquid, I love their compact, and I love their stick. They all do amazing things, and they're great for everyone. Fits one through six. So, love it all. Sorry, I can't pick one. I I understand. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So, the next question is, what does the ambassador program entail? Um, I mean... I just opened up my ambassador program. So essentially what this entails is I'm looking for girls who are not estheticians, um, who are interested in skincare, who have like a loyal following. You do not have to have a lot of followers, but just like your followers know you and you know your followers. Just, I mean, it'd be preferred if they're local. Yeah. Um, You need to be local to the Valley, at least for me, um, to be in my ambassador program. And then... In exchange, um, you get discounted facials and discounted products. And then for you just to post, like, after you get a facial with me, you just share your experience with your friends. And then throughout the month, you can just share, like, on your stories the products that you're using at night. And then just saying that, like, I refer them to you or saying things that you like about your products that I referred to you. And, yeah, essentially just, like, giving an honest review throughout the month and helping to boost my brand, my business. That's I love that. It. Beneficial both ways. Yeah. So, yeah, like you get lots of discounts and then I get more referrals. Awesome. So it's kind of like a win-win. Yeah. So that's what my ambassador program is. <laughs> Amazing. And I believe Marky does one at Revive too. Okay. But I don't know. Okay. <laughs> I don't know anything about the details of it. You can message Revive. I think she does. If yeah. You're interested probably, right? Yeah. Yeah. Message revived. (laughs) They'll be able to tell you. (laughs) Okay. What is the biggest difference between dermatologists and estheticians? That's a good question. That is a good question. So dermatologists, they're... I have mad respect for them because if there's something that scares me on the skin, (laughs) I will send my clients to them. So they're great for looking at different abnormal conditions, skin cancer. You have some weird lump growing on your skin. Like, Mm -hmm. I'm going to send you to them. Yeah. I would say, like, what I typically tell my clients, the difference between a dermatologist and an esthetician, an easy way to think about it is, like, 
dermatologists work with the dermis and estheticians work with the epidermis. Like the D yeah. goes with the D and the E goes with the E. <laughs> Which the dermis is deeper if you don't know. It's yeah. deeper into the skin and epidermis is more surface level. Exactly. So dermatologists work with more like skin cancer kinds of things. But if it's anything superficial like scarring, pigment, texture, tone, acne, those kinds of things that typically are closer to the surface, congestion, those are things that we work with. Mm-hmm. And for big issues that require insurance, like surgeries, yeah, <laughs> go to your dermatologist. Yes. Okay. What are tips um, on going off on your own as an esthetician? I know you've been off on your own. I have. Yeah. So starting off on my own, I kind of started <laughs> with no help. You started in a tough time too, though. I started... <laughs> Right before COVID, Mm -hmm. I had just moved from Utah, starting from ground zero. So I started out rough. I had no business background. I didn't have really anyone to talk to where I was at Glam Studios. There were zero Mm -hmm. estheticians in there at the time. So there was no one I could really talk to or get advice. I know it's crazy now (laughs) because now I look at Glam and there's so many estheticians there, which I'm like, yes, amazing. But when I was there, there was nobody. And so I was just kind of figuring it out on my own. So I struggled going off Mm -hmm. on my own at first. So I took a class from Jillian Salada's little one-on-one call, and she helped a ton. And one of the biggest things she said is to get your finances figured out, get a lawyer, and get your insurance and cover your booty. You want to get personal protective insurance, and you want to get insurance on um, your supplies, at yes. this salon. So if someone at the salon sets a fire, your stuff burns, you want to be covered. Mm-hmm. So I feel like those would be the biggest things. Money, licensing, insurance. What would you say? Because you just went off on your own. How yeah. has your experience been? Um, Yeah, definitely. I would say if you're going to go off on your own, save. Start saving. Like have a plan to go off on your own Um, because it is expensive. Like equipment alone and products alone, like... Like, just to give a rough, like, value, to restock retail on my shelves costs over $5,000. Yeah. Like, roughly. Yeah. So You're investing. And, like, that's that's something, like, you need to keep up on. Like, you need to keep retail on your shelves. Yeah. Like, equipment is expensive. And just furnishing your room. I mean, that can... you. I mean, you can thrift things or... Get them for cheaper somewhere. Maybe you already have supplies. I don't know. But it's expensive. Like, And then you pay for marketing. You yeah. pay for essentially people to help you. Like if, for example, I'm really grateful my husband does finances because he's really good at that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And so like every night, literally every single night, we sit down and we do like my books. My, what is it called? The QuickBooks? Not QuickBooks. Um, like we do my books. Like <laughs> we record all, like every single transaction that I make. Okay. Yeah. And every single transaction that comes in. Amazing. And then like we do it on an Excel spreadsheet to see like what I can put towards my business. Like it's really like you need to be an extremely organized person. I feel like to go off on your own. Yeah. Um, and that's something that I actually love <laughs> so much is because I love order. I love when things make sense and I love seeing things come together numbers mm-hmm. equal out so it's just a lot and then um like Rachel said like so figuring out your finances getting your insurances starting up your business bank accounts yeah I'm um, getting credit cards getting loans if you need them um there's just so many things like that but I would say all that aside believe in yourself Mindset is number one. A hundred percent mindset is everything to going off on your own because marketing yourself is terrifying. Like really promoting yourself on your own is a pretty big deal and it's not always easy. And so it's like you really have to just push yourself out of your comfort zone and be willing to push yourself out of your comfort zone because people want to see you. Um, like they want to see you on social media. They want to see you in person. They want to get to know you. No one's going to want to go to an esthetician if they don't know who they are. Yeah. Like so, I, when I go somewhere, I'm like, hey, who are you? Who's totally. going to be working with me? Mm-hmm. Show your face. Yep. So I think that would be like besides all the finances is just like 
mindset yeah and believing in yourself love that okay what are your favorite body products Mm. Uh, ultimate body ultimate therapeutic body scrub is that what it's called yes so good it's so good i love that one oh their lotion is so good have you tried that one i have the alpha therapeutic body lotion i think is what it's called yes they have the alpha therapeutic one and they have another one. Oh, the body the, lotion yes just like the regular body i've lotion. used the body lotion but not the alpha therapeutic Ooh, one girl do i need to try Ryder that one had a sunburn so bad on his forearms he mm-hmm. applied it twice and it's like gone okay love literally that. amazing it's love so that. good and it's like really affordable too mm-hmm. so i would say those are probably some of my favorites what are yours I would say I, so I love the anti-cellulite cream. Oh yeah, I haven't tried that. So, so much. Also, <laughs> I think I also really like it for when I'm cold. Okay. Because it Is almost it burns. Yeah. Ooh. You'll turn bright red. Don't freak out. You're not allergic. <laughs> that's how it's supposed to work because it heats up the adipose tissue. Oh yeah. And that's how it smooths out the ripples in the skin. So that's like really I like cool. to put it on like my thighs where I have some stretch marks Um and it just helps to smooth out the area and the rippling. Wow. And yeah, in the wintertime, I put it all over my body because it warms me up. <laughs> Wait, I love that. So little hack, if you live in the cold, put that on your body. Yeah. Maybe don't get too crazy. But <laughs> it'll warm you up. But I do also love the scrub because I have so good. keratosis pilaris on oh, my yeah. arms, um, a.k.a. chicken skin. And that helps to smooth out the chicken bumps on my arms. So I really like that one, too. Okay. So another thing is if you deal with body acne, I really like um, the El Mandelic scrub from Face Reality. That's one that it's like it's um, antimicrobial, antibacterial. It's like an amazing little scrub that really helps, especially like if you get um, ingrowns or congestion like on your body. And then um, the Alpharet peel pads. If you have like body acne or cakey booty acne back acne chest acne these alpharet peel pads take it away zippity split and you only have to use them like two to two to three times a week how many come in a pack um 30 okay 30 come in a pack and it's 110 dollars for the pack of 30 but if you're only using them like two to three nights a week that will last you like that'll last you a long time long time yeah at least like 15 weeks ish amazing so yeah, kind of a long time, honestly. Mm-hmm. It's a few months, so it's really good. Okay, do pimple patches work? I don't necessarily <laughs> know if they'll like make your acne go away, but I I'm not against them at all. Like mm-hmm. I, my best friend texted me the other day, and she's like, "Hey, can I put this pimple patch on my skin?" I was like, "Yeah." Like if you're not okay. gonna pick it, then yeah, I think it's great. Truly. I I don't think it's gonna hurt you, honestly. Yep. What I, do you think? I think it's good, especially if you're a picker. Yeah. Because it'll make you not pick. Yeah. And they're cute. Yeah. A lot of times they're cute. But I would invest in good ones. I've heard that like Patchology mm-hmm. is a good brand. Yes. I've used Patchology eye patches. I was thinking, And I like them. I was thinking about getting wholesale. You should. And then selling them in my store. You should. I really They'd like Patchology. Kind of I'd yeah. recommend. Okay. So use Patchology pimple patches. <laughs> <laughs> um okay tips for estheticians oh i just put oh some tips okay (laughs) so tips for estheticians um be authentic i'm sure you hear that all the time be yourself be yourself but it's so true when i think about the estheticians that i really like to follow and that i look up to they're completely themselves and so be authentic um find your niche Lita's mm-hmm. talked about that. Know what you want to do. So for me, I when I graduated school, I worked at a day spa where I was doing everything, waxing, pedicures, facials, everything. And I found that my love was truly with skin and finding results. And so I think really figuring out what you're passionate about and what you're excited about, mm-hmm. I think that's huge. Yeah. I think continuing your education and not just going to like big events once a year or twice a year. I think like on the daily, like reading skin books, listening to skin podcasts at the Skin Club podcast (laughs) (laughs) Um, and like doing webinars and like little things on a daily basis or just going out of your way to look up ingredients and 
just kind of finding what um like caters to your clients honestly and best ways to educate them because that is the best way to like build trust with your clients is through education yeah and then um I put like finding your niche just like finding something that you love because if you're not happy doing what you're doing it's not worth it yeah and then the last tip would be connect with other estheticians truly this community is humongous I love that it's the freaking best and like it's not a huge I feel like competitive place like yeah like there's competition because everyone's a client essentially but you don't I don't know, like you don't need to not be friends <laughs> or like reach out to other estheticians or feel yeah. embarrassed to ask advice because truly everyone's just like here to grow and here to help each other. And everyone has questions. Mm-hmm. And if you like know another esthetician um, and then I don't know, it's like the odds of them referring to you if you're someone that they can trust, if let's say it's for waxing or like if you don't do something that they yeah. want, like you can just get to know people and I think making those connections is so 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 important because that also builds like respect trust within the community of estheticians which is a humongous community absolutely we have a little chat with some estes and we are constantly asking each other (laughs) questions because you're always learning and so Mm -hmm. I just love that because generally Like, if someone reaches out to me, I'm more than happy to give advice. In fact, it's, like, flattering to me. Like, I've had a couple girls ask me business advice, and I'm like, I'm so flattered you're asking (laughs) me. I'm not running my business anymore, but I'm, like, so flattered, you know? Yeah. So I'm, like, more than happy to give advice, and every pretty much every esthetician I know I'm sure would be more than willing. I have had heard stories of people gatekeeping Mm-hmm. which we don't do here yep. and honestly if <laughs> why we have a podcast yeah. literally to tell our secrets <laughs> exactly and you know if someone's being weird and not wanting to share information um or tips on how to grow then that's a them issue not you yeah, totally don't take that personally i agree so okay is it my turn yeah okay i <laughs> am um, favorite makeup products So day to day, I wear Jane Iredell, which we do sell at Revive. It's skincare makeup. And I, my favorites are the tinted moisturizers Mm -hmm. because they're lightweight. So I like the tinted moisturizers, but I wear the powders every day. I love the powders because they're lightweight and they're pretty much full coverage. I'm not mm-hmm. going to lie. They're, yeah. They have great coverage. So I totally. just dip my brush in, pat my face. And I know not a lot of people love powder products. I don't know. I wonder if they'll come out with creams. Yeah, maybe. Because I really I really liked it, but I'm like literally so when dry. When you're so dry. That's a thing. <laughs> and see, like, I'm not super dry. I'm opposite. So I'm, I'm oily by the end of the day. Better, so yeah. I really like it. So I use the powders and it's skincare makeup. So I really like that. And I also am a NARS queen. I love NARS. It's so, so good. (laughs) Where do you get that? So you can get it at Sephora Ulta. It's, I like the natural radiant one. They have sheer glow as well, which is just a lighter coverage version. Okay. But I like the natural radiant foundation better. I also love Laura Mercier. That's a great brand. Charlotte Tilbury's got some great products, but... I would say those are like my go-tos. Are most of those like skin care friendly? Um, Nars is. Okay. I'm not sure about Laura Mercier. Not sure about, um, what was the other one I said? Charlotte Tilbury. Charlotte Tilbury. Yeah. Not okay. sure. But I'm pretty sure Nars is skin friendly. Have you tried the Dior blush? Yes, I have it. I do love that one okay. too. Because I've been seeing so many people posting about it. I'm like, I kind of want to try it. But it's like 60 bucks or something for a little compact. You can try mine. I have, okay. well, I have the quad. It's oh, so wow. it's smaller than <laughs> I wanted. So I sad about that. But it's really good. So they have a bronzer, a golden highlighter, and more of a cool tone highlighter, okay. and then a blush. Oh, wow. So next awesome. time I'll come over, I'll let you try it. Yes. Because I do like it. It's pretty. I love that. I've been using Ilia and Say and Dime Beauty. They're like all clean makeup 
products, I guess. <laughs> and I really liked them. Um, I really like them because they're all cream products. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that truly is just like what works best for my skin. Um, and kind of for my makeup products, though, I've been using my tinted sunscreens from Skin Better. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I feel like those kind of give me like enough coverage on a day-to-day basis. But... Yeah, that's what we're using. I do like using a tinted sunscreen for day-to-day Yeah, if I'm not feeling like wearing a lot. Okay, this one's for you, not me. (laughs) How do you find a medical director for your independent practice so that I can carry skin better, skin pen services, and other things like that? So I would say depending on where you're located, ask estheticians around you who they're using. Um, Because, I mean... Um, medical directors can have multiple estheticians that they're overseeing Mm -hmm. and so if your friend has one or someone you know has one message them in your area because they have to be in your area in order to cover you I think that they have like a radius of what they can cover um but my medical director is awesome and she happens to be my mother-in-law. <laughs> so I got really lucky because my mother-in-law is an NP. And so, yeah, she's just my little hookup that I have. But so grateful for her. Um, But truly, it's like finding someone who is willing to take on your liability. And, yeah, someone that fits your price point because they're expensive. Yeah, I've heard. Yes. So, yeah. Okay. Um, what's the best treatment for facial scarring? So, I think the first thing would be figure out what kind of scarring you have. There are different kinds of scarring. There's deep scarring, like ice pick scarring that indents into the skin. And then there's scarring like keloids that scar and raise their raised scars. Mm -hmm. So I think that totally depends for say ice pick scarrings, skin pen microneedling will be the best thing for you. And I'm specific (laughs) when I say skin pen because it's so good, but really any microneedling is going to be fantastic for scarring, smoothing out the tone as well. Um, Because I know sometimes after you get pimples, you get PIH, Mm -hmm. um, PIE, and that helps as well. So microneedling is generally the first thing I turn towards for scarring. I'm a little more cautious with keloids because Mm -hmm. I do know that it can sometimes make it worse. Yeah, trauma with trauma. (laughs) Yeah. So for keloids, what would you say? Um, Honestly, deep tissue massages. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like if it's on your body or something. Um, like Chloe was just saying that she's been or she keloids, but she's been microneedling hers and it's been helping. Yeah. Um, but I my one of my sisters has another scar, a keloid scar, and she had to like deep tissue massages and like almost like a gua sha, like really yeah. deep scraping kind of stuff, like from your physical therapist. Yeah. And that helped kind of even out, like, or break down the tissue in her scar. Mm-hmm. Um, to be honest, I haven't really worked with keloids much. Yeah, see, so I haven't either. So... I would I would probably see a derm if it's, like, I don't know, like, keloids. Can you get, like, steroids for that? Uh, yeah, or? I think you can get some, like, injections. Yeah, so for that, I would... I just like to be cautious. Mm-hmm. So for that, I would just see a derm if you're keloiding. Yeah. Okay. I agree. Okay, this next one's cute. I really oh, like I it. Okay, <laughs> so this listener said, who is the most supportive person in your life? Do you want to go first? Sure. Okay. <laughs> so, I mean, in general, my family, my husband, they are my number one. They're always there for me especially starting when I did start my business I mean now I'm at Revive but when I did start my business um when COVID started I was struggling and they were there for me the entire time they motivated me they they just were so so good but I do in particular want to say my dad he has always been my number one supporter why am I emotional (laughs) why do I want to cry oh my gosh but um 
I'm not gonna cry. <laughs> I just, I'm so emotional right now. Um, my dad has just always been so supportive for me. Um, he listens to every podcast oh, episode <laughs> and like always tells me he's like, "You guys are so good. Um, you just have like such a good vibe going back and forth." Oh, <laughs> Oh my heck, I'm crying. My dad has just always been so supportive of me. And like whenever I have any like business ideas, he always like bounces them off of me and he's always like, you can do it. Um, and gives his input and he's like very smart um businessman. And so I trust him and his mm. opinions and he's just always hyping me up and for That's like so merch good. ideas and he's like, Oh, I love that <laughs> and like giving this input. And so I don't know. I just my dad Aww. is the best supporter. So I love that. Sorry to get emotional. Why I don't know why I'm crying. <laughs> That's so sweet. But okay. You go ahead. <laughs> okay. Um I would say probably my most supportive person has to be writer. Um like truly I will be like down in the dumps and he's like, dude, like you're the shiz. Like just you've got this. You yes. can do this. And I I don't know, like he's he's always been someone that's like, I don't know, has just always pushed me and like believed in me, especially like even going throughout like pregnancy and then postpartum and then even like breastfeeding. It's like <laughs> he's always just like been the person to be like, you don't have to do this, but I know you can. Yeah. And so I love that kind of personality because I feel like if I start something, I have to finish it and I have to, or I have to do it perfectly. And he's very much like accepting of however you do it is like the way that it's going to happen kind of person, you know? Yeah. And so he's so supportive. And then I would have to say the other people is like my family, my sisters, um, my dad, of course, he's like... You know, he's just always been there for me. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then also, like, the last few months, I feel like my friends, um, like, I would say especially my close-knit community of esthetician friends mm -hmm. have, like, pulled through. <laughs> because they get, what, like, they get what it's like. And I don't know, just, like, struggling with clients or, like, um, doing a business and being scared a failure in the business or in like the field it's like it's scary it's terrifying and um yeah I just feel like all of my friends are estheticians and they've just really like pulled through over the last couple of months and believing in me and telling me not to like worry about things so I'm gonna cry because I'm freaking friends <laughs> but they're they're great and especially I mean Rachel is literally like the best person to do any kind of business with, I think. <laughs> so sweet. Like doing merch together has been so fun. Um, doing this podcast. I mean, we just we're very simpatico. So I would just say everyone Aww. who currently is in my life has been a great support system. <laughs> <laughs> but especially my husband and my daughter for letting me work. <laughs> Joby girl. So, yeah. Okay. Next one. Love that. <laughs> Crying. <laughs> a little emotional here. Um, advice for someone interested in esthetician school. I feel like we kind of touched on this a little bit um, last time with Chloe. Mm -hmm. And really, it's like, if you're interested, then do it. Yep. Like. But have a passion. Yeah. Like, think of it as a career choice, I feel like, rather than, honestly, just a hobby. Yeah. I think because <laughs> the industry is getting saturated that if it's not a career choice, you got to have drive money. You yeah, there's Truly. clients everywhere, but you got to have drive to do well. I think it may look super easy on social media because I think estheticians all over the world have mm. popped off mm -hmm. and really made an impact and people are learning so much about about skin which i love i'm so happy that there's so many estheticians sharing education yep. i learn from them too but you gotta have a drive for it because it, it is harder it's not just something you can just wake up and clients yeah. will be lined up at your door <laughs> you have to work for it you have to market yourself and 
I don't even really know what I'm trying to say, but <laughs> you just have to want to do it because it's, I think it's harder than what it looks like on social media. Like, it's a hustle. It is. And like, if you don't, if you're not willing to put in tons and tons and tons of work, I mean, whether or not you work for someone, you always have to market yourself. And yeah. it's a, it's honestly a lot of pressure too, because the industry is now so saturated that you have to stand out. If you want to, I, I'm going to say be successful. That's not probably, a, that's a very blanket statement. I think. Yeah. But because like anyone and everyone can be successful, but you just have to work. Right. A ton. And just because you see your esthetician, you're like, oh my gosh, I just like love what you do. Doesn't mean you have to do it. Just because yeah. someone loves to work out doesn't mean you have to go do freaking bikini competitions. You know, yeah. like you don't have to go 100% in just because you like something. Um, but if it's something that you're genuinely interested in making a career path and you think it's something that you want to pursue for a while, <laughs> because school's expensive. I mean, it's you're still paying to go to school. Mm-hmm. And then, I mean, yeah, getting jobs, marketing yourself, all that stuff. So advice for someone interested in going to esthetician school, if it's your passion, do it. If you're on the fence, the just remember that the industry is so saturated that you got to want to do it. Yeah. To get through it. So. Yeah. Okay. Is it me? Yep. Okay. What's your biggest tip for learning products and ingredients? I struggle with product recommendations. And I believe this is from an esthetician in okay. school. Okay. So... I feel like I got really comfortable through Glymed because Glymed has so many products, <laughs> yep. so, so many products. And so what I also love about Glymed is when you click on a product, you can scroll down and it has FAQ, mm-hmm. what every single ingredient is in the product, what every single active ingredient is what it's good for, what the product does, exactly how to use it. But they also have webinars and I feel like that's what really helped me get comfortable with it. But also, if you scroll down to like the bottom of my Instagram, you'll see I had a straight row of products. And every week I was posting a new product, <laughs> a Glymed product on my Instagram, saying what it is, how to use it, what it's good for, and what ingredients are in it. And I just think making those posts every single day and typing it out really ingrained it in my brain. Me right now with skin better trying to learn every single <laughs> Yeah. So if you're anything like me, repetition is huge for remembering mm-hmm. things. So that's what I did. Yeah. And honestly, like the more that you touch them, feel them and start recommending them and start seeing results, I think like honestly practicing with clients is kind of a good way to see Um, Totally. What works best, truly. Like, no one's going to start out knowing everything. Right. And that's okay. And you'll notice just like with experience what products work best for different skin types, even if it's like, it's this product's for acne. It's like, okay, so what kind of acne? Yeah, it's probably very overwhelming right now if you're newer. Mm -hmm. But just know the more you do it, it will become second nature to you. I can promise you that. Yep. And another thing that would be helpful is like, look up what the ingredients are, kind of study them, and then go and look at your own products that you have and then make the connection. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that that kind of helps. Like look in, like when you go to the store, look at the ingredients and like just try to see, oh, I know this one. I know mm-hmm. this one. I remember doing that all the time. <laughs> yeah. Like I would go to Target and I'd be like, oh, okay, this one has niacinamide. Oh, this one has, I don't know, hyaluronic acid. And it would just like... It made me feel validated <laughs> that I knew yeah. like a couple of ingredients out of the long, long list. So, Oh, yeah. also one thing I will say, because this is a new discovery for me and I am obsessed with her. She's a dermatologist. She posts YouTube videos. Oh my heck, it hurts. I can't remember her name. It, Sharon Idris, I believe. Okay, Dr. Sharon Idris. I'm so sorry if I'm saying that wrong, but I believe that's her name. She's on YouTube and she posts so many factual videos. So if you look up her name, she has videos with different ingredients. And like that's where I learned that Azalea was found from yeast. Oh, I learned that from her. So she's a dermatologist and she talks about so many ingredients as well. So I think if you're wanting to learn more about ingredients, definitely go check out her YouTube because Mm -hmm. I, I trust her. She's very smart. That's awesome. 
That's a good so, one. So, yeah. Okay, what are your best tips for growing your clientele? I'm going to say like a broken record. <laughs> <laughs> be authentic. Be yourself. Show your face on your social media. Um, but also try to get your clients to do reviews for you. Maybe if you say like, hey, like for this month, if you post a review, if you came to me and you loved it, I would love it if you gave me five stars and I'll give you 10% off next time you come in. You know, you can do incentives. And I don't think that's a bad thing. Like no. if you have clients, like if I've ever said anything like, hey, like if you ever you review for me, like I would love that. They're like, oh my gosh, yes. Yeah. Yes. I, and they rave about you because they love you. Mm-hmm. So things like that. What would you say? Um, Yeah, probably like the same. Just make sure that like you're yourself because people choose to see you for a reason. And then um, even asking like, hey, if you know someone who is interested in a facial or if you have a friend who is struggling with acne or something like feel free to send in my way or um sell gift cards gift or cards, yeah. I mean something that I did this last month um just because I'm now off on my own and I want my books to be jam-packed top to bottom <laughs> is I'm running deals like <laughs> for yeah. this month I'm doing $250 microneedles and the next month I'm doing $150 hydrofacials all month long amazing and I would say I have at least a quarter of the people that are booked are brand new clients that I've literally never seen their names before. And a lot of them are probably referrals. Other people have seen um, just my posts probably on Instagram. Yeah. So I would say running deals and then, yeah, trying to get referrals I think is a big one. Putting yourself out there in different um, settings. Um, I guess this is kind of like a random thing that I'm doing, but I signed up for a market in like Tempe ish area, yeah. Um, for May, and I'm just gonna go and sell product and advertise my hydrofacial service, yeah, and do customized product recommendations That's at great. a freaking booth at a boat at like a a trade stand thing, boutique thingy. Mm-hmm. I don't know, something like that. There's so many ways to put yourself out like, there. So many, and then just doing your social media because yeah. that's like where people are finding you. I guess right now so yeah and another thing I just thought of too which I'm sure you've heard before but treat every client like gold don't half-ass any clients like every single client that comes in even when it's the end of the day and I'm feeling tired I still give them the full massage that Mm -hmm. I gave my client first thing in the morning even though I'm tired um and your clients will recognize that like they'll be like oh I don't want to get up I don't want to leave that felt so good um just treat every client like gold and that's when they'll refer people to you totally um how does DMK work DMK is awesome so it helps to work at it like it works your skin out on a cellular level to put it in its most optimal skin state so essentially it's an enzyme that you apply onto the skin it hardens and when it does that it's like a workout for your skin for 45 minutes Mm -hmm. and then um after that it like has helped to oxygenate the skin and like the blood flow to the like brings nutrients to the skin Mm -hmm. so yeah i love dmk it's good for It, it looks a little scary. Mm-hmm. Jason calls it the zombie facial, <laughs> but it's so good. Though I just wouldn't recommend it for anyone that's claustrophobic because oh, it yeah. does get tight on the skin, but it's so good. I feel like when in doubt, DMK, and there's no downtime with it, which is also great. Yes. Okay. Thoughts on image skincare and PCA skincare? So I don't know much about PCA, but I did use image skincare at the first spot I worked at out of school and I like their products but I just didn't ever see like I just don't feel like they're as result driven in my experience I would agree um but they're good like I think it's great products if you don't really have very many like skin concerns yeah. but um because like they do have good ingredients and if someone was on it and they liked it I would never tell them to go off of it because I'm like awesome like that's a still great product line but mm-hmm. i will say i love their lip products oh yeah they're medic 
Oh my gosh. So good. The Ormetic, I think it's better than Glymeds. I'm obsessed mm-hmm. with the Ormet the image Ormetics. But um I think it's a great they're both great starter lines. Yeah. Like PCA is a little bit more aggressive than Image cuz I don't I don't think Image has very aggressive peels at all. Yeah. Um but I think you use it in school for a reason. And because we used Image at my school. Did you? Yeah, Image and Dermalogica. And I think that you use them in school for a reason because you can't hurt anyone with them. Yeah. <laughs> it is a great place to start out. Yeah. But I would say once you have your license, feel free to try other things and see the difference. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. How does stress cause acne? Hormone change. Hormone change. Cortisol levels. Yeah. Cortisol <laughs> levels. And it also, it does something with the hormones where it produces more sebum mm-hmm. in your skin. So stress doesn't necessarily create acne, but it can trigger it because it creates more sebum. Mm-hmm. So overproduction. Yeah. That's all I yep. got. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Why do I get a rash after I kiss my boyfriend? Oils, bacteria, rubbing, friction. Yeah. No good. Honestly, I remember when Ryder and I were dating, he was like the first guy that I'd ever made out with that had like a scruffy beard. (laughs) My face was raw. It hurts. (laughs) Literally raw. Hurts. (laughs) Yeah. So um, lather up some cell protection balm after you cleanse your face and pray you don't get scabs. Yeah. Yeah, I've seen some pretty bad cases of that. Literally. Oh. <laughs> some really bad cases. So bad, and- guys. Like, this girl, her chin looked like the guy from Iron... What's it? Marvel? The guy with the ginormous yes. chin. Yeah. Like, it looked so client, painful. And her entire skin was... Or, like, just scabbed. Her entire chin was a humongous scab. And it was, like, her first time ever, like, making out with this boy. And I'm like, poor girl. Traumatizing. So if your man's ever does that, just make him pay for it. (laughs) Truly. Be like, okay, well, you owe me product and a facial. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. So this is our last question. And I get this one a lot. How does LED light therapy benefit the skin? So the blue light is for bacteria. So any, like, acne-causing bacteria in the skin, it helps to kill it. And then with the red light, it helps to stimulate collagen. So I actually lately, oh my gosh, I've been loving this. Sydney recommended it to me actually because she said that her mom does it. So when her microneedling clients are numbing, she puts the red LED light on (gasps) to stimulate collagen and it helps them to numb faster. And my clients have not been nearly as red post microneedle. Genius. I believe it. Yep. That is genius. Oh my heck. That is so smart. I know. So I've been like wow. loving that and I've been doing that for um, all of my clients since I, since I opened, just putting the LED light on top of their numbing and I it makes a that. world of difference. I believe it. Yep. Yeah. When I first <laughs> learned about LED, I was like, okay. Scam. Um, yeah. Sure. A, a light's going to help my skin. Sure. No, it, it does. It's, yep. I like to explain it to my clients like plants and sunlight. Oh yeah. Like you're going to Yeah. I like like <laughs> our skin is the plant. I we need that. the LED to help it flourish, mm-hmm. um, but it was created by NASA and Amazing. to be used in space. And so, yeah, it helps our skin just stay healthy. And yeah, yeah. If you're interested in it, um, look up red light therapy. Um, literally on like Google, there are spas that you can go into like a red light room. I want or to like go. it almost looks like a tanning bed. And you can lay in it. It's and really good for your health. It's so good for your health. Like it helps internally, externally, externally. It helps like with toxin flushing, all these different benefits. Helps with your hair, helps with your skin. Guys, like <sighs> benefits are endless. And I'm like, I really want a gap in my schedule for like a lunch break or something just to sit underneath my light. <laughs> we need to plan a day to go because there's this place I heard close to here they do cold plunges oh they have cold plunges they have a sauna and red light therapy is it simple soul place i don't know i know she has cold plunges does she have her own place where anyone can go to because 
I don't know. I'll ask her. Okay. Because <laughs> I don't think it is. It could be. But I did. Okay. Someone was telling me about this place. I think it's my mom, actually. But yeah, you go. You do your cold plunge. You get in the sauna. Oh, goodness. And then you sit in red light therapy. And that just sounds amazing because just from following Heather Germain and oh, yeah. Macy and Gracie and so seeing good. them all post the benefits, I... I'm sold. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I've seen a place up in Utah that they have like a salt cave and then they have like red light therapy, they have saunas, all these things just like that. that but sounds nice. it's literally like like a salt cave that helps to do like f- toxin flushes and stuff or something. Ooh. And it has like good juju, I think. <laughs> I, don't, I see it all the time Love on Instagram. Love some good juju. <laughs> like, I just want to go in there like barefoot and just feel the salt between my feet. Have you, know? you ever done one of those pods where you float? No. Oh, oh, oh. You sit in the Like a therapy pod? Yes. Yes, actually, I have. But I wasn't in water, but I was in a pod doing therapy. Oh, interesting. But I've seen the ones that you're in water. But the one that I was in was like... It was like an egg, and I was wearing like these goggles. It was it was a form of EMDR. Oh, I've done EMDR, yeah. But I felt like I was in a pod floating by myself. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> see, I see the pod things on Instagram, like with water, and mm-hmm. I I'm a very claustrophobic person. Okay. I feel like I would panic the second oh, yeah. the thing shut. I feel like I'd have to sit with the pod thing open because. Can you request that? Yeah, one of my clients said that she did that and just kept the lid open. Oh, good. Yeah, so I'm like, okay, if I we did that. We should go to therapy together. And we just, should. Like, pull in bonds. <laughs> we really should. I think that's nice. <laughs> Let's plan on the day. <laughs> well, when we go to Utah and then California, we can go look for all these cool places that have red light therapy and cold plunges. The boys can go mountain biking and we'll have a yes. spotting. For sure. Okay. All right, guys. Well, thanks for listening. This is it. We will see you guys next week. Um, and if you can, we'd appreciate if you would rate, review, subscribe, five stars, all of it. <laughs> um, it really helps us a bunch. Totally. And we read your reviews and they make us so happy. We appreciate them more than you know. We love when you post on your Instagram stories mm-hmm. of you listening. It makes our day. You have and no idea. Just if you guys have any other things that yeah. you're like wanting to hear or just... Yeah, want anything on the podcast. Yeah. So leave us a review. We love to hear from you guys and we'll see you guys next week. Okay. Bye, guys. Bye, guys.